La 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 la. Wait, wait till, till I, I get, get my money right. Actually, it was for me yesterday. It was la 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 la. la. Wait right. till I get my birthday pie. Birthday yeah. pie. Yeah, key it was, lime. You dude. know what? It was birthday pie, and that I key I, lime pie was real good. I feel like birthday pie is something that needs to become like be a growing movement and that's just me being a pie fan. i like cake yeah and i for my 26th birthday i had cake it was chocolate cake but <laughs> pie is just underrated having one candle in a in a center of a pie just yeah. looks I can, different i can definitely get behind the like pie movement um especially after like uh last night or whatever. well uh, like, listen yeah. i i cake is okay i guess i think pie <laughs> is just overall uh, a superior What's dessert your... but here's the thing wow. different people like different things yeah. i am gonna have pie at my birthday because it's all about me you yeah it's yeah, fair know? and it is actually uh, we're gonna have more birthday pie today because it's still it, now it's actually my birthday yeah, yeah. yeah. yesterday so. was the celebration but today's your actual birthday well, yeah, right, it's a party. right and in like so. you were saying there was only one candle in the pie at, at a certain point you just gotta call it you know you can't have 26 candles. candles. Oh, bad. Where are you going to put put that in all your pies? Your pie slices just have <laughs> wait, holes bet, in them? Wait, Kuz is saying you can. <laughs> you, you, you'd be down to set up 26. Listen, I'm not saying no, that. He's it's just going to get the number. Well, well, yeah, all, I mean, you could do the numbers, but like also, yeah, why not? True. Like, why not just get 26? Well, uh, here's why. Right? Here's why. I'll give you a reason. Is because <laughs> everybody's going to eat that pie, and I'm just going. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> for 26 candles 26 okay. candles and all the wait are you are you let me just ask you are you seriously telling me that you're gonna have just slices of pie with a bunch of holes in it <laughs> dude where the candles dude, were uh, yeah it looks like uh, drizzle pinhead <laughs> or uh <laughs> you know pinhead from hellraiser yeah, yeah. Or, i don't know um freddy krueger kind of his because you wouldn't still have the candles in it while you're eating it yeah it would no. look like the holes it would, look the holes would definitely be a little freddy bit more krueger freddy has. what other is there a more like specific horror character who has I mean, holes jason's in hockey thing? mask has holes in it or the but... stinky cheese man no he he's not made out of swiss it's something else <laughs> <laughs> okay well Who? my my point is is that how funny would it i mean obviously you're not going to be blowing all over the uh the no. pie you don't want to do that but uh well that's how funny would it be though if like somebody delivered you this pie with 26 little goddamn candles it would be funny it. but it'd ruin the pie well honestly i never thought about it until covid but like I think it's weird to have the person whose occasion it is like blow all over the food you're about to eat. It's just asking for it. Actually, there's an episode of Bernie Mac where Bernie Mac is tr going to Vegas. It's in season one and he's trying to avoid getting sick so that he doesn't have to not go to Vegas. He's like super yeah. like being cautious and stuff, yeah. which is really funny to watch now because he's like masking up and like wow. wearing gloves Dang. and stuff. Yeah. And it's like way before COVID. I mean, this was like like 2006 or something yeah and anyways he one of his kids has a birthday like right before he goes to vegas and you see that the kid who's sick is like the one who blows on the cake and gets everybody else sick including bernie mac and that's how he ends up he's so careful he doesn't get sick from anything else but he ends up eating leftover cake and the cake has the, oh, the like the no. virus or whatever on it and that's what gets him sick and that made me be like Dude, why am I eating after somebody's like, <gasps> yeah, all yeah. over the food? So one candle is all you ever need. Yeah, I mean, Nick had it on his Instagram story, but if you saw the way that I blew on it, I like used as little breath as possible. Like I got like close to the candles, like, <sighs> like that's yeah. it. Because it was first off only one candle, yeah. but also because that is, I didn't think about that until right when it was time to blow the candles out. It was like the. <laughs> very good asmr yeah. breath there on back on the subject of pies though i'm curious what are your favorite pies i mean obviously mine's key lime that's why I that had is your favorite last night yeah. oh or, uh, chocolate pudding man chocolate pudding chocolate pudding, chocolate pudding, okay. pudding pie like oh my god so, like, so good. i do like having like a little bit of alliteration for like uh for a pie like chocolate pudding pie you know uh, banana cream banana cream is, banana is cream next pie. level yeah it's what about like? Overlooked. I mean, how do you guys feel about the standards? Apple. I love apple and I love pumpkin. What about chicken pot? Um, chicken pot pie is something that it depends on who makes it. Cause my like my mom makes good chicken pot pie. My grandma makes chicken pot. You know, good blah blah blah. My <laughs> aunt makes really good chicken pot pie. But when my grandma makes it, I don't actually like it as much. 
Oh, interesting. So I don't know like what the difference is. I could like I'd have to do like a scientific, You're hit or miss like, with the chicken pot. Pie. I yeah, exclusively eat miss. chicken pot pie when I'm watching Chicken Run. Oh my gosh! It's Dang, all about dude. chicken How pot sadistic. pie. Yeah, you're like <laughs> the, really the chickens are the good guys. <laughs> Which also a classic uh, Nick Park uh, movie. Yeah, right? the, yeah, the founder of Ardman, which is the creators of Wallace and Gromit. Um, th- th- that's Gromit. the thing. But at the end of the day, yes, they are the good guys. But I chicken is my favorite kind of protein. I will never really? not eat chicken. Okay. I, How fortunate. It's usually the cheapest one at the yeah. it's burrito so good, places. It's so good for you and and which is ironic that you bring up burritos because typically when I go to Moe's, I get the steak burrito. When but <laughs> but You're like, I don't want my favorite protein this time. Yeah. But chicken is typically the one I try to consume most during the week. Um, Grummet, really we need to get the Joey bag of donuts. Grummet, <laughs> Grummet, Grummet, welcome to Moe's. Everybody knows. Do the you want queso, Grummet? Cheese, Grummet. It's cheese, Grummet. Yeah, oh my God. Okay, that would be. <laughs> I would that would make me I would laugh, but it would also make me sick if they bastardized the Wallace and Gromit brand to make them now like they don't like cheese and crackers anymore. They like, like going to Moe's and getting queso and shit. Wait, like they go, they go to Gromit. like they're gonna eat their Moe's on the moon, but then <laughs> everybody knows the moon's made of Moe's queso. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the moon but has a freaking We forgot Moe's the tortillas, Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no chips, Grommet. <laughs> forgotten the chips, dude. Do they listen? Um, at at Moe's, I've heard that they only play dead ringers at Moe's. Have you guys heard this? Everybody I say this to, they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But I know they did it at the Moe's in Columbia, South Carolina, where they only play music by <gasps> dead artists. Oh. That kind of makes sense because at. S- not, I don't want to say most, but at, at a bunch of Moe's I've been to, they always have those paintings of like legendary rock artists like Jimi Hendrix or John Lennon and whatnot. And yeah. The, yeah. I don't yeah, think like, I ever noticed that. Are they only playing that music though, or are they just playing like generic top 40 radio? I, th- I, was, I think that may, like, they may have changed that because Well, it, okay. How much, okay, top 40, I think, is more like recent stuff, but like yeah, songs well, that have been on the top 40 throughout history, a lot of those artists are dead. Well, okay, yeah. Rockers I mean, that's, go hard, dude. I've, that's fair, but like also when I say top forty, I just mean like, you know, the latest and greatest, like these are the top the top forty songs right. so in the chart. Have you right now. can you distinctly remember hearing Drake playing at Moe's Not or Drake, the weekend? No. But I think I did hear like Call Me Maybe or something in that realm that was like a two thousands pop song. I've definitely heard like Moe's. pop songs at Moe's, but I also have not been to Moe's very often. So I could d- easily say that like maybe uh you know i'm just catching them on like a friday or something where they're a little bit more popular robust because like on a weekday maybe they do play just dead artists you know songs could be you know i don't know but they crank it up for the like we people are coming on friday like Moe's cantina where they like have to play the more recent i wonder if those guys are all dead because maybe then they can play them yeah right you come in and then you have the other one that's like because <laughs> <laughs> there's two ones there's that one and then there's the other one wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait when do they play which one is which movie um they're both I, from from a new hope i'm pretty sure uh, okay. just no, one's one of them is from uh i think uh, the return of the jedi oh really yeah it's like the well it's not the not the that's the first one yeah but um, the other one when they're talking to, when they meet han solo is they're playing the, the it's funny because these songs are literally <laughs> called moss eisley cantina band song one and then oh, maybe moss eisley cantina band two uh, we maybe were, before right. the podcast we were talking about family guy is, yeah. is it family guy the one that has the one where they're like uh they finish playing that song they're like uh okay oh, play that play that same song all right same okay, same song, song again <laughs> <laughs> It that is the no, the more banger out of the two than the other one, but oh, I do yeah. like the other one because it kind of has a chill. I definitely think you should link. <laughs> well, that's because sure, like sure. there's I some, these, these, that, there's some like alien singer or whatever doing it too, and they're singing some just some that, alien gibberish. So that one is oh. Return of the Jedi because that's the yeah that one. <laughs> yeah, isn't that? <laughs> 
Wait, wasn't that like added later? That that, that was definitely a special edition <laughs> mix. Oh, like, I love it? that because that which one is that? The sixth one? Or yeah, episode six? Return, yeah, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Re- yeah with um, where they go like, to Jabba's palace. Yeah, if you buy the VHS, you can get like the special edition, which is just worse. <laughs> <laughs> Like we add in things that like, because didn't they also add extra ghosts at the end too? No, they just updated no, they the updated Anakin ghost. Skywalker instead of having the original actor. They they made the Hayden Christensen. Oh, yeah, they, dude, like, I love when they add Hayden Christensen to other movies. <laughs> That's my favorite. Like well, like Spider Man like, Four. Yes, dude. Yeah, right. Dude, okay, um, wait. This is a good enough segue. So we watched. Uh, uh, robots last night. Yeah, such a good movie. So two thousand five movie with Rob Williams and Ewan McGregor. But like the connection to that, I was looking at the cast list, and that was what James Earl Jones did. Dude, was he the really has one, one line. line. This the like they have the voice box robot, character and he put who's in always one. putting in different voice boxes. Like the first time you see him, like they're digging through the trash looking for a voice box Part for their for robot. Him. Yeah, and they're like, hey, here's one. They give it to him, and it's like a, a Mexican uh, soccer announcer. announcer. Yeah. Like, who says like go go go, go, go. yeah and then yeah. later, and later on, on he finds in like the store that they're at they find one that gives him Darth like, Vader Darth voice. Vader voice and it's literally James Earl Jones for yeah. like five seconds yeah the force and, but, is but he's in the main one. title credit yeah. sequence like what a flex that is like he can even just be like I, oh I am Darth Vader but I'm also in robots yeah dude I mean yeah he definitely needed that to add to his repertoire of like <laughs> of how, course because dude okay another one you probably didn't recognize Paula Abdul plays one of the watches when what? like he first when when uh Don't buy Copper us. Bottom Yeah yeah when Copper Bottom first gets to Robot City. <laughs> That's Paul Abdul. I didn't know that. Well it's Paul Abdul and Randy Jackson. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Like I, I don't know. It's like why? Because they they literally say one line at the same time, so you really can't tell who it is. It's but, but let me let me money. just remind for people who haven't seen robots in a while. Like when he first gets to Robot City, he's encountering all this like Different robot people. like or, or like yeah stuff that you encounter when you're not from the city. We are tr- tourist shit. Yeah. Yeah. And one They're of them is scam a, you. is like yeah as a like a shady looking robot. He's like hey, hey bub, you want to buy a watch? And then he shows him with some watches and. The ro- they're also robots, so they talk to you. <laughs> and they're all like, don't, don't buy, buy us. us. We're, We're fake. Yeah, so that's apparently Paul Abdul and Randy Jackson at the same time. Dang. That, and that that's how you know the movie is also like kind of dated, because those two were American Idol judges. Yes. Around and, and that yeah. movie came out in, what was it? 2005, I'm pretty 2005? sure. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, def- it is 2005. Definitely at the height of their relevance uh, <laughs> as far as like getting a cameo in this. But dude, there's so many other like big time. Halle Berry plays Cappy. Which I like Cappy is the one she's got like the pigtails, right? No, no, that's that's Amanda the, Bynes' character. Oh, yeah, right, right. The upgraded Ca- one. Cappy is. is the one she works at Big Weld Industries. Yes. yes. And she's okay. Can you explain to me why that love story made any sense? So no. so Rodney Copperbottom, played by Ewan McGregor, first of all, yeah. uh like shows up and like he's the protagonist. And and I feel like it's a pretty simple story to explain. It's like Copperbottom is like a poor robot, not from the city. His dad is like a working class robot who washes dishes. Yeah. And his dad wanted to be a musician, mm-hmm. but his dad didn't believe in him and was like, I don't think you'll be able to make a living. You should give up on your dreams and I'm gonna outfit you with a dishwashing like unit unit sure. so that you can get a job. And there's always and gonna, make a living. You're always yeah. gonna need to wash dishes. So, but now that he's older, he and he has his own son. He wants his son to pursue his dreams. Yeah. So when Rodney's like, I want to go see Big Weld, and Big Weld, they do such a good job of introducing Big Weld. Yes. Yeah. Big Weld is the most important robot, or the greatest robot who ever lived. Right. It's Mel. Yeah. It's voiced by Mel Brooks. Mel too. Brooks too, yeah. which is a great voice for him because he has yes. kind of that old, kind of like wise yes. and inspirational voice to him. Big Weld is the like inspiration to all of the like shittier robots like yeah. the ones that don't have the best parts his catchphrase is you can shine no matter what you're made of and his show that he does every week is bringing in inventor robots to see what they've built and if it's a good idea he uses his resources to like make life better for all the robots and um so anyways rodney wants to go see big weld because he's an inventor and that's going to be his thing so that's why he wants to go to the city and his father like believes in him so he wants right. to go anyways 
like he gets to the city, Big Weld is not there. It turns out he's been replaced by this shiny new robot who is all about making money. Money. And money. Capitalist boy. Right, uh, right. Money. Right, and he wants to uh, like upgrade. He wants to force robots to purchase upgrades, or if they can't afford upgrades, they become outmodes, basically obsolete robots who they don't make parts for anymore, and then they go to the chop shop and become scrap metal. Oh, you know, the really dark part of the story is that all those outmodes get melted it down into like the steel like plates or whatever that are used to make more upgrades right right and so yeah so, yeah so very uh you're making humans or like a, <laughs> what is it soylent green is yes, people yes yeah. i'm so glad yeah that's exactly what i was Which trying to is go for definitely a spoiler but also like who hasn't heard that one yet? that's a that's classic like, that's yeah. that's another charlton uh heston you know yeah yeah he's he's the perfect screaming the world has gone mad yeah. because he's also yeah. in the yeah. first Planet, Planet of the, the Apes and yeah. stuff like that which has also been spoofed which all, all the time oh yeah, and also a spoiler if you if you know what he's yelling about <laughs> yeah. but anyways anyways um, so anyways he gets there Big Weld is missing and this new guy Ratchet is, mm-hmm. is there and Ratchet is giving his press room conference like talking about how the they're gonna get rid of the old slogan of you can shine no matter what you're made of and the new slogan is why be you when you, when can, you be can be new, new. right yeah. and and they're like we're gonna stop making spare parts and we're gonna only do upgrades and that's like gonna be that's how we make the money we're gonna t- and he's straight up about it he's like we're gonna like uh squeeze like the nickel and dime out of every like robot, robot. and um but then like, there's this whole boardroom of buffoons yeah. who just yep. are kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, and one of them, it's not good. a buffoon, but one of them is the, the love interest. Right, right. But also one of them is like, because uh, they're wondering where Big Weld is. And he's like, because he's like, I don't want to hear anybody saying, where's Big Weld? Where's Big Weld? And then one of them is like, Big Weld is going to be at the Big Weld ball. He always comes to that. And then he like presses a button and that guy like, like <laughs> his doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. But uh, but no, getting back to the love interest, the love interest is one of the members of the board. The board yeah. yeah. And while she is kind of like, she does help by being like on the inside, she's able to save Rodney from getting like uh, sent to the chop shop when they catch him crashing the Big Weld ball. Yeah. But I'm also like, she also takes him to go see Big Weld. That's true also, which is important. And like, she, I, I guess she's, definitely a protagonist like she's on the good side i just don't see why they have to be in love yeah why it, it seems totally forced, forced that she's like forced. if anything i would have rather him rodney been with amanda Bynes character yes with the and, 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 we'll and she even is like that. you're cute right yeah and she, they even kind of get like try to make you think that you should want that yeah because the like so getting back to who amanda Bynes' character is because rodney's like in the big city he doesn't know anybody and he runs into uh, Fender. 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 Which is which, her brother. Which is also hilarious that yeah. Fender and Bender are two very lovable robots. Oh, <laughs> yes. Who right. have a lot of attitude and yeah. are, you know, both and, their names are so close. And Fender, you know, beautifully voiced by the late Robin Williams. The late, oh, great. It's such, the late great Robin Williams. He's so good. And um I another think, role that was like perfect for him. Yes, it is. And it, it is. It's it's really a role where they let him be Robin Williams, yes. like to his fullest extent. And anyway, so Fender is an, is one of these poor robots that lives in Robot City who's becoming outmoded because of the new Big Weld Industries that's run by Ratchet. And he has friends where there's like the big robot who he can never find any parts in his size. Like yeah. he's a plus sized robot. And then there's the other robot who's like kind of like always down on himself where he's like, oh, yeah. like so uh, I just want to give try, up. Yeah, he's, he's never just, try, never fail. Works every time. Yeah, exactly. Which he's, that is a... Drew Carey. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's Drew Carey. Very, like yeah. a lot of stars in this movie. Listen, there's a lot of star power in here, and that's because that's them like flexing on it. So, well, because it's Blue Sky, which yeah. is people that do Ice Age and 20th Century Fox, which they like when they did Ice Age, it was those two collaborators, anyway. <laughs> Dude, another one when, um, well, like, because all these robots are breaking down. So, Rodney, because he's an inventor, he starts fixing, fixing robots. Them. And then he starts with Fender, because I remember Fender's trying to, he his, his neck breaks or whatever. Yeah. So, he's like, 
I need to attach my head, and they don't have the parts because he's like officially outloaded. outloaded yeah. yeah. So Rodney's like, "Oh, I got you," and he f- literally fixes him. And then everyone else in the city is like, "Oh, like right, scheming like, to that get robots fixed. fixing uh, like fixing robots." And then um, there's this one robot that comes and shakes Rodney's hand, and his arm comes off, <laughs> and he's like, "You've got quite a grip." He goes, "Like iron." You know who that is? <laughs> That's Terry Bradshaw. Like Hall what? of Fame quarterback what? for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and also one of the commentators. I think it's on NFL on Fox. Like oh he does God. like sh- analysis there. Yeah, like the IMDb for this movie is totally insane. But hold on, we're getting we're getting pulled off track because I'm trying to make a larger statement about on the, the girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, because he meets this like band of misfit robots who end up they're misfit robots, but they're also the general populace like working class normal robots because yeah. they're all like different colors they're not just shiny and yeah. they have like their own personalities and they also meet aunt fanny who has like a her the joke around aunt fanny is that she just has a huge ass yeah like that's literally her entire personality oh Big yeah old dumb and she, truck. And she's yeah. clumsy and she can fart like really <laughs> nasty farts I, I mean at the end of the day it's still a kids movie but they had so they had to throw at least one fart joke oh, oh my gosh plenty like she farts like all they're all okay it's actually a really well executed joke <laughs> yes. because yeah. Robin Williams making, is doing like arm the farts arm yeah. fart thing. And, and like that's him trying to like connect with Rodney and Rodney's like kind of not feeling it but then they have a moment where Rodney talks about his motivation and then he also does he the arm also, farts to show like they're kind of reaching common ground and then the other characters start like, doing it too because yeah. they can they're in the rooms next to them and then <laughs> Aunt Fanny's like, hey kids, what listen about to this? this? <laughs> and but she does an actual fart. Yeah, and it's such a brutal fart. It like vibrates the entire like <laughs> yeah. building. And then the the street light outside, who's also a robot, yeah. so he's also alive and sentient. He's like he dies. <laughs> <laughs> he literally yeah, like falls lady. to his knees See, and dies. Doctor. At the next day, there's like a chalk outline. Yeah. Outline of his <laughs> body. <laughs> yeah, he's brutal. like gasping and dying. Like, lady. See a doctor. (laughs) That that is what he says. Oh my god. So so anyways, Rodney befriends these misfit robots and they help him defeat like Ratchet and the new big uh big weld industries. And even though what's her name? Um Cappy. Cappy helps him to to accomplish that, the reason that they have to be together is because they're both like attractive. Because of course they make Rodney like I don't know, a handsome robot. Yeah. You know, it's weird to talk about like being attracted to like, a robot. Animated but robot, robot character. But you think no these animators know what they're doing. No, you know, it's they all how symmetrical like, and Yeah, what? yeah. So Rodney, he's like they make him like, the most attractive male robot. And then they make Cappy like the quote unquote most attractive female mm-hmm. robot. And then they end up at together at the end just so that there can be like a a like, love he interest. gets the grill yeah. but I felt like it was totally forced but it would make more sense to me if they try to reinforce this working class robot you can shine no matter what you're made of type thing by if they're going to have they don't have to have a relationship but if they're going to he should be with Amanda Bynes character which is Piper Piper yes yeah. and I agree because um, Halle Berry's character can easily still just be I'm going to help this band of misfits, right, like he, right. which is still establishes the character. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, you don't really need a love interest. You definitely don't. You but don't. that's just that's just one But this thing. movie definitely was on board for doing that because Big Weld and Aunt Fanny get together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I forgot. And also Fender and like the red-haired robot, <laughs> the secretary robot from Big yeah. Weld Industries, they yeah, get yeah, together. Yeah. That's right. And so it's like they're just Everyone's a couple. Uh, yeah, they're shipping every character. <laughs> Everybody I think gets a girlfriend. My, yeah. my favorite slept on cameo in robots, though, was Paul Giamatti as the, the doorman. Oh, guy. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Tim. 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 <laughs> Tim. As everybody else has such like robot esque names. Tim? And he's just Tim. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was kind of an asshat. I hated Tim. I, oh, I love seeing Tim get like flung by uh, like that <laughs> and robot. Slapped yeah. by Fender when they're when they're trying to crash the big <laughs> party. Oh, okay. Here's another one we maybe didn't recognize was remember when the mailbox comes in like the oh, mail yes. yeah, li- the yeah. literal mailbox which is just like the ones you have on the street that you like open up and dump your mail in Literally like in a waddling city. in it walks around and delivers the mail and that's Al Roker what yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> dude this movie is out of control that's amazing and then 2005 uh, the kids power. movies and were 
Yeah. Well, also, obviously, Stanley Tucci plays the uh, father. The father, which yeah. he was good as the father. Um, Bigly like looks like Stanley Tucci. It does too. look like yeah. Stanley, especially yeah. if you've ever seen Stanley Tucci in like one of his more like so, younger appearances with glasses. Like, yeah. So okay, the one movie I I like was able to put a face to the name that was Stanley Tucci, and he's actually like the I guess the bad guy was the Terminal with Tom Hanks. Stanley Tucci plays like oh that's the, the one where he like gets stuck at the airport. Yeah, and he has to like live in the airport yeah. because his home country is like technically they're they're not at war but it's it, it like no one's allowed to enter but because he doesn't have a visa he can't leave the airport so he legitimately has no choice but to live in the airport until this crisis with his home country uh-huh or unless he gets approved for a visa it's a great movie but Stanley Tucci plays like the bad guy and he's basically just the head of security he's really not that important of a character but it's enough that it creates a conflict for Tom Hanks' character, but that's how I was able to put a face to the name. So once I saw Stanley Tucci was like on the cast list, I was like, I wonder who he's going to be. And then I heard his voice as the dad. I was like, okay, that's definitely him. Yeah, he. Um, yeah. I, I just saw like solid casting throughout. The one like one more like unexpected cameo because apparently Chingy is uncredited as like the DJ breakdancing robot. That, yeah. I liked it when you move it right oh, there, right yeah. there. Which like that song was huge that when was huge. this yeah. movie came out. So that was like an epic little pop culture reference they added Dang. with the breakdancing robot at the train station. Yeah, yeah, and then like towards the end he makes another uh He does make thing, another right? appearance. Like they knew he was gonna sell toys, the the yeah. Chingy robot. <laughs> A lot of good oh, music man. selections in this movie too, because there oh, was yeah. one song that had a nice guitar riff. I forgot what it, what it was, but it, it was a classic that I had heard during that early two or early to mid two thousands timeline. And then another one, they, they put that James Brown song, "Get Up Off of That Thing" at yes, the end, yes. where they're all dancing. Yeah, that was a good so, one. And it, I love good. like animated movies that let you watch all the characters dance at the end. Yes, that's so much fun. Such a good feeling so. for <laughs> it. It definitely feels good to know. Know there was a happy ending yeah. where everybody gets a girlfriend. Yes, that's everybody, everybody gets, a, and there's a musical number. But it, kind of, it reminds me of Muppets from up. Space, where they all sing "Brick House" in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Robots is good. I think it. I think it holds up. I'm like, glad it's we like, watched it. It's last not like night. an it amazing cool. movie, but it's also still really good. Like, it's, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's like. You know, it's definitely not like the best animated movie from that era. But it had it's, good animation. I'll, I'll oh, say. Oh, it holds. Yeah, well, the animation holds still holds up too. Like, like it still looks for good. Coming out in two thousand five, that's yeah. very in twenty twenty one for a two thousand five movie. It holds up really well. It fits for me firmly in that category of like I have to watch a movie with children. Let me watch something I'm actually going to enjoy. Yeah, and they'll yeah. enjoy. Yeah, robots definitely so. a, a put on. Like if you're babysitting kids, that's a that's a good throw on uh, it was i think it was a good choice for us to watch last night because last night was a was a fun time because we also we played so many games even the off-brand games we played giant jenga but it wasn't giant jenga oh, it, was yeah, it was uh tumbling yeah, giant, giant jumbling, jumbling tower, tower game, game. <laughs> yeah which is I, tell me you're trying to steal money from Django without telling me you're trying to right. steal money. Yeah, right. Django is protecting their IP of because course. it sounds like it might. You know, our, our immediate conclusion is that the rectangular prisms, basically bricks, like they're wooden yeah. bricks, essentially, is what you use yeah. to play Jenga, might be copyrighted because this giant jumbling tower game that we played definitely had square prism cylinder yeah Yeah. which does not work the same way it definitely was different yeah Um, we couldn't even also for for after one of the times it fell we had to we tried to place them them flush with each other other. and that was such a bad oh my god it was so much harder um also for context we had a barbecue uh, yesterday in my honor in, yeah. in Ben's honor and yeah and the uh, weather honored me by dumping <laughs> buckets on us yeah so we went inside and then we decided to play board games like trivial well we pursuit. played yeah. giant jumbling you know uh, we tower played a few games rounds and outside. then we, we even got to play what is it uh, bags bags or or as most people know as cornhole oh my gosh what an embarrassing display yeah. though for bags we had to change the rules <laughs> like, and keeps making it so you score like less points were required to end the game <laughs> yeah it was pretty bad <laughs> also those two like it was very like far apart. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that was closer. regulation yeah we no, maybe had it but, too uh, far if the one bag yeah but like no expert and, with uh, the it downpour measuring it and be like oh, this is not regulated well the 
I'll say this much as far as it like downpouring because it definitely did like come down. I wish I was a lot drunker because it would have been a lot more fun to just be like eating barbecue in the rain. But like, uh, I will say, good. I'm glad it was a barbecue though because uh, Ben's dad was the one who cooked everything. And every yes, time, and this is Carlson. far Very from good. my first Ben's dad cookout. And and <laughs> I feel like last time I had it, he did chicken. It was like barbecue chicken, and this time it was burgers. And each every time he does it, it just is so gourmet American. Yeah, it's cooked. so good. It's such a yeah. It's one of the things that really inspires me about my dad is his ability to you know work the grill. And even in the middle of a downpour, he was able to still get us our burgers. What a trooper! Yeah, and and. Uh, sausages as well the it was a grill master and uh and then there was also homemade mac and cheese which which is like a, a good staple which homemade mac and cheese i i feel like most people can agree is the best but i want to i'm curious i want to ask you guys what is when it's not homemade what is your favorite brand is it Velveeta or craft um i think like I, if I, i'm really gonna go for mac and cheese you know what i mean if it's like store-bought I usually try to go for Velveeta shells, but I was told that you can get Cracker Barrel mac and cheese in the stores now and like in a box. I have seen that. What? And yeah. yeah. They have well, them at like, Walmart now in the deli area. Yeah. Dude. I'm going to have to look into that because Cracker Barrel mac and cheese is actually like low key really good. Oh, it's really good. But I yeah. never thought, well, okay, but like I never thought you could like buy it in the store. You have to like yeah. go to Cracker Barrel and this is like, okay, well, you have to like not only go to Cracker Barrel, but be in the mood for like something that's not breakfast while at Cracker Barrel. See, um, my thing is, I, well, um, a similar thing is the Taco Bell sunflower seeds. Oh, dude, where yes. it's like I never thought I would want to have Taco Bell like briefly in my mouth before I spit it out, but now I know I actually do want that. Yes, is the Taco Bell Taco Supreme flavored? Does it affect you like actual just Taco Bell food though? <laughs> Where well, you have to just sit on well, the throne. Listen, uh, I think the result of eating Taco Bell is that something is going to projectile uh, like, <laughs> it, come out of you. Out of and you. that is actually what happens when that you spit is, the seeds. So. Yeah. Yeah, it actually it completely fulfills okay. the promise of Taco Bell. I forgot you were... Uh, I Something I, I've known since I've known you, Ben, for so many years is that you're a sunflower stan. But the fact that they make Taco Bell branded sunflower <laughs> seeds... Well, it's it's so random. At, my, at, the, at the food line I go to, we've got... <laughs> you got David like original yeah david's barbecue jumbo and then taco bell <laughs> supreme fiesta taco <laughs> sunflower seeds so i actually i don't think i've had those do they taste is it like does it have like a nacho cheese taste or honestly it's uh it, it's similar to doritos is what i'd say i figure i feel it's like the doritos locos tacos yeah in a sunflower uh, honestly form. it doesn't taste anything like a supreme taco like it's just like a kind of a uh i don't know it's just flavorful and uh i don't nice. know there's sunflower seeds yeah <laughs> but with yeah. a with a, fla- with a more of a flavor which is nice but it's- it was interesting that you mentioned that it's uh i'm a sunflower seed stand because I'm also a Kanye stan, and right now it's been weird. It's a weird time to be a Kanye stan. Yeah, uh, yeah I really guess, is. Uh, let me ask, where is Don Day? Don Day. Don Day. Where <laughs> is Don Day? Yeah, you might as well call Donda, call Donda Don Day at this point. Yeah. Because where is it? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting, me living in Atlanta now. he's He literally has been living... Yeah, it's weird that he's been like hyping up Atlanta so much with this album. Yeah, he's done yeah. two album release parties, and the album still hasn't come out. And he's been literally like... Th- there have been images that have been like... Le- not even leaked, but put to Twitter of like a little mic booth set up in and his little bed in the room he's staying in there's like three or four pairs of yeezys and and he's doing push-ups with his squad in there and it's like the knowing that this guy was working on his still late album donda 40 minutes away from my condo yeah is excited and well okay knowing that he's working on it allegedly right yeah so let me just paraphrase the joker here from the great film the dark knight in 2008 uh, I've only got one question for you. Where is Don Day? <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, I don't know. I, I, this is my take when I talked about this on the stream, but like we have to stop pretending like Kanye doesn't do this with every album. He does. But he does. other albums felt like more cohesive. And maybe this is just because I, I can't see the end goal yet. Maybe this will all make sense. But 
Maybe. Right now, it just feels annoying as opposed to before it kind of felt enticing, you know? I mean, we're talking about it, so maybe it is enticing. It, yeah. Any, any press is It's good just because press, Kanye has so. already he established is himself as an artist. And that's the thing. There are a lot of, like, I don't want to say leaks, but there are, like, snippets of this album that... Okay, well, how leaked. do you guys feel about leaks? Because recently, I got sent a link to listen to Yandi, which obviously never came out. Yeah. And I have also gotten leaked Donda, like, links. But so, to me, that doesn't feel like the real thing. So Kanye is the only... For me, when it comes to leaks, Kanye is the only artist I, like, like listening to official links. Like, Yandi, I listened to that one, and that one was so good that I was like, it's a shame that he didn't put this out. Um, yeah, but Kanye's just that kind of artist because there was a time when he only when he like when he dropped Life of Pablo, he only put it on title, and that was technically people leaked that oh, yeah. and put it on Reddit and yeah, were like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, no, that's how I listen to it. I yeah, have no title exactly. I was gonna pay what twenty two bucks also a month to different listen different versions music. of Life of Pablo songs when he was still in mixing of it. There's different versions right, where right. different verses are. That's why it was chaos trying to listen to that album when it was first out on title because you would get a link and you would be listening to an official version of a song, but it could change yes. and then become something else. So yeah, that that's was, why Kanye. That's that's the whole sole reason why I say Kanye is like a specific artist where I can also totally listen to his lease. Other artists, I wouldn't do well, that too because I also like to support them as artists and not, I like to purchase their art. Well, because part of the reason... But Kanye makes it so difficult. Well, part of the reason that I can't trust the official leaks or stuff like that is because when I remember being in high school and getting all my music off of the internet and there would sometimes be people who are like oh check out this mixtape that has like new like songs from your favorite rappers and i'm like that's insane that all these rappers just official like did this and you'd listen to it and it would just be the same verses on different beats different beats but it would yeah. be somebody claiming that it's a new song that lil wayne made or a new song by rick ross <laughs> oh, brand new gosh. and they might fool me into it because i don't know that i recognize the verse from uh, some other song but like that's what i would expect someone's like here's yandy and it's like kanye doing like jesus walks what? with me and it's like oh i guess oh, like this a is a new beat. song yeah, yeah like over some yeah well it makes <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's same thing when people are like, "Oh, a new Gambino song," but it's always the it's always the lyrics. It's always his bars from Bonfire over yes, what is it? That's a great example. I exactly. think that's a perfect example because I remember that could be put over any beat. It's just yeah. a standard rap verse, you know. It is so, it, like one one of my favorite go tos that was like I just call it a, to me that's just a remix, and yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. one of my it favorite is. remixes is the Bonfire Car Radio, which is Twenty One Pilots. It's like their song, but they put Bonfire, like okay. his verses over it, and it definitely sounds good. I like accessing that on YouTube because they call them remixes on there, whereas st- like like leak sites and stuff like that, will they'll they'll always pipe it up and say right. it's a new <laughs> like new verses. It's not new verses. What are you talking about? Well, like some camp. Okay, listen. You say they're new, but also if they're just remixes, isn't that also technically a new version of a um, existing product? No, so like a not new, if it's no, a like, remix, because then it's a remix. It's a remix, yeah. And also, yeah, yeah, yeah. new implies that they're it's new, brand written so new is in brand new versus a new version of a like specific song, which is a remix. I'm not saying that like. You know, uh, a new song is a new song, but I do think that, like, if you're trying to say like a new product uh, is coming, that's out. not what they're saying though. It's false advertising. They're Fair. claiming okay. that it's a brand new song, independent yeah. of all the other works, okay. when it's clearly just repurposing old stuff. Which is why I I got at least handed it to Kanye that he's never done. He's never done that. He's to us where he's put out some something that he's already released. He at least will always like most rappers should do is whenever they release something that's quote unquote new it actually is new it's right. something that's an Bad. original concept that and th- one thing i love about rap is that if they're ever sampling anything it, it you can still say it's new because um they're he's putting rap bars on it that's different yeah and that is different yeah, it's totally that's different. what rap that's just rap culture and i and think kanye specifically is really famous for his ability to sample things yeah well yeah. i love one of my favorite sample things that not only Kanye has done with one of his most fav- famous songs, but also Tyler, the creator's done it. The song Bound. It's like an old 70s song. 
Kanye literally made bow, Bound bow, bow, 2. Bow, bow, yeah. Bound 2. And then Tyler the Creator took that same like sample or that, that same song and sampled it for his song A Boy is a Gun, which is on Igor. So and and I actually I've been dabbling for fun in trap beats and just samplings and stuff like that yeah and this is one of the things that i feel like would make music actually better is if copyrights didn't last as long as they do so that songs that are like 20 years old or something like no no, not as old right like something that's like 20 years old maybe the copyright just expires and then now everyone can use that to make new art you know, so they could do a cover, obviously, which would be the like laziest version. Sure. Or they could do something like what Kanye does, because J. Cole does this. I mean, it's a common thing in rap, but they have to clear the samples before they can drop the album. I mean, maybe that's why Donda is delayed. It is could because be. some stingy like intellectual property owner is saying, No, 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 Kanye, like even though this track is fire, and obviously would bring me more notoriety as the intellectual property Oops, owner of yeah. this song. I'm not going to let you use it in your works. That uh, yeah, and and that's I'm I'm glad you bring that up because I feel like most people, especially on Twitter, people have been destroying Kanye on Twitter just because it's the albums come out, and I get it. I definitely they're memeing him, but that is something that's overlooked in the music yeah, industry. Have- and going back to what I was saying, like what, me dabbling in in uh, like different samples and stuff. I uh, on Reddit, there's someone on TikTok shared it, and they said it was on Reddit. It was all these Tyler the Creator sample beats and stuff. And one of them, I, I downloaded it, and it was a whole bunch of sounds and, and like different trap notes that he were used in old Tyler songs. And um, one of them was the full bound song sample, <laughs> and I was like, okay, may- like maybe I could try to do something with this. But I, it, that was just yeah. one of the f- cool things that was part of it. There also were like some of the sounds from Okra were on it. Oh, nice. Um, and and cer- like the the droning synth sound in Igor's theme was also one of, them. and also the new magic wand. <laughs> Like all those different <laughs> things were on this, and I was like, "This is such a cool download pack." That's something I've been really like delving into, and so, I, I, like I said, I, I like that you brought up that the whole copyright thing because that's something that most people don't ever think about. Yeah, no, definitely. It, it, there could be any list of reasons why Donda hasn't dropped, but I'm still not. I'm not trying to give him a pass either because my take on it is he's like, also a perfectionist and wants a good, which I well, also appreciate. He's like, uh, uh, I'm dropping an album on Friday. And then we're like, uh, okay. okay. And then he yeah. goes, just kidding. It's not ready. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's then like, don't say anything. No, yeah, like, I'd ra- if anything, it's probably better to just unexpect. Sometimes when artists, especially someone as big as Kanye, unexpectedly release something, I think Ye was an unexpected release when it came out. I don't think I no, remember him. No, it, no, we knew it was Kanye. Co- well, okay, I don't know exactly, but... I do remember him dropping an album a week, seven songs on each That's one. That's right. And right. that wasn't even the first one. That was that one came right after Pusha T's album, Daytona. Yeah. I don't know if he said he was going to do that, but then the week after that, he released another one, and the week after that... Kitsy Ghosts. Yeah, so... Right. I can't remember, but that... I forgot he ...rollout of albums was... Elite. He was, yeah, and it was. was pl- so I forgot good. that whole rollout was a. That, what was that? Thing. Summer 2018. It was yeah, summer 2018. I'll never forget that. 2017, yeah. somewhere uh, in there. Definitely, it wasn't 2017. It was 2018. It was 2018 because okay. I remember that was right before yeah. I started working for Starbucks, yeah. and okay. I remember hearing get the Kids See Ghosts in Yay and the Pusha T album. Yeah. Th- that rollout of albums was like very Which epic. I saw like a tr- uh, feature list for. Donda, Donda it's apparently yeah. really long, which, by the way, is another theory as to why he's delaying it. Is he's trying say. to secure a feature from uh, like upstart young star <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah, that, okay. So I don't know if I believe that one, but what yeah. I, which, by the way, I saw that in a tweet, which could definitely be just tweet. completely made up. Yeah, right. I, I also saw that tweet. One thing I did see that was actually tweeted by Kid Cudi was that he originally wasn't supposed to be on the album, and now he is. Oh, he's like apparently yeah. again. We'll just have to when this thing finally releases. We'll have to just give it a he, listen. He was able to tweet that using the new hum to tweet feature. <laughs> Where is <laughs> <laughs> dude? But Kid Cudi's hums are 
fuego. Oh yeah, I do, I'm not making fun of him. He's he's amazing. But that is, def- I like that. That's the oh, yeah. meme is that his hums are elite. <laughs> his hums change your life, man. That's right, dude. I think the song that really made me appreciate his hums was a. Uh, on an album that I forgot what the album's called, but Frequency is the song. I love the song Frequency, and it starts off with him. <laughs> and it sounds really cool. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, oh, hold on. I'm getting a phone call from my mom. Give me a second. Oh gosh, dude, that's good, bruh. Because the first one, it took the me a Department second. Department of Homeland Security has issued a bra moment warning for the following districts: Ligma, Sugma, Bofa, and Sugandis. <laughs> Numerous instances of bra moments being triggered by cringe normies have recently occurred across the continental United States. These individuals are believed to be extremely dangerous and should not be approached. Citizens are instructed to remain inside and lock their doors. Under no circumstances should any bruh. citizen say bruh in reaction <laughs> to actions performed by a cringe normie. But to cringe store the following items in a secure location. Jaw coins. V-bucks. Gekume's foreskin. Poop socks. Jewel pods. Ball crushers. And dip. Remain tuned for further instruction. Bruh. <laughs> oh Dude, I, with the first one, I didn't even realize. What, I heard "bruh," but I didn't even hear the. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, and then the, the like the second or third time, I was like, "Oh, it's like a weather announcement." <laughs> Dude, I just yeah. that, bruh, 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 bruh. bruh. <laughs> it's like longer. Oh, oh my god. god. Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, sorry, yeah. we had a bro moment interrupt the podcast, but we're back now. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so last thing I want to talk about with you guys, uh, just because it's a super spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched this yet, spoilers. Just hop off now, I guess. But uh, Loki. 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 So we've all seen it? Yes. Yep. What did you guys oh, think? I thought it was so good. It yeah. definitely, like, open, like, not only just opens the door, but smashes the door wide open as far as what's coming next. Um, everything moving forward from this moment, uh, is entirely shaped like by Loki. I meant very literally when I say that they smash the door wide open. Right. Because of the multiverse. I'm very glad that like Loki was the last of the MCU like mini series that dropped. But now it's actually not a mini series. There's going to be a Loki. There's going to be a season two. And also there's going to be like Hawkeye and She-Hulk and all that good stuff. But, but um, I mean like at least with this first rollout, because, because the first three shows that was going to be the rollout was uh, not Black Widow, uh, WandaVision, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then Loki. And I'm glad Loki was the last one, because this is very, you know, since it does tie in the multiverse thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's very crazy to me to see all these, like, more nuanced, like, obscure characters get a moment in the spotlight. Yeah. Um, And I know, like, I've said that a lot about, like, Thanos, and I never thought he'd be, like, a household name, but, like, <laughs> now everybody knows who, like, Thanos is. Yeah. And now, um, I, I think it's really funny, too, because... Uh, the main, like, the the one at the end, or whatever the hell his name is, he's literally going to be the main villain in Ant-Man 3. Wait, wait, you're talking about... Uh, Jonathan Major's character. The uh, Kang. Conqueror? He, well, yeah. So Kang his, the Conqueror? So oh. it's Kang the Conqueror, but at the end of Loki, it's actually his Amortis persona. Yeah. Um, and Amortis I can t- persona? Yeah, so very quickly, Kang has a lot of different, like, variants in the comics, and he has, like, all these sure. different, like, alter egos. And um, they're not okay. So they're like they're alter egos, but they're actually just different versions of him because he's a time traveler, right? Yeah. Um. So the one we meet at the end of Loki is Immortus. Um. You can kind of tell by the costume. Yeah. Um. And I'll get to a funny sidebar in a minute, but like basically he's the one that's been like keeping the peace and is like, okay, we're gonna have one timeline and we're not gonna mess around and have this whole like multiversal war because I want to be the only one in like you know. Nice and simple. That's yeah. it. And then they decide, mm, nah. Uh, and they bust the door wide open, and now there's going to be a whole multiverse. And then the actual, like, uh, real version of him, Kang the Conqueror, ah. uh, finally, like, gets to have, like, a scene in the spotlight. But that only and, uh, happens because Immortus is dead. Well, yeah. Yes. So when, without, um, with Immortus being dead and the TVA no longer, like, pruning off other timelines, 
um, history gets rewritten. And now because the multiverse is allowed to like actually expand and grow and like other timelines are forming, uh, the timeline that like generates Kang the Conqueror, uh, it can now exist and he can actually like do his thing. Right. Which is um, what Immortus warned us about, right? Yes. yes. The whole point is that he was trying to prevent a whole like multiversal war. war. But he was tired. And, well, he this was like a tired. Young, young man's game. Yeah. Because he didn't want to do it anymore because he's basically committing like uh, ultra genocide uh, every time he has to prune a timeline. Yeah. Like you're not just, you know, because not only are you just like, you know, stopping a new timeline from forming, you're stopping like any possibilities or any like new life from occurring you're only keeping this one narrow straight path right but you're also preventing you know alternate hitlers yeah Yeah. essentially which is him well (laughs) basically alternate versions of him right and all of them are far worse um but what really gets me though is that um he not only is he like uh he's such an important character and it's so cool that he's finally getting to like have his moment in the you know in the sun so to speak because not only is he like the father of reed richards of fantastic four fame you know i'm just a really fantastic four and that's his yeah. father yeah that's reed richards father uh the actual character's name is nathaniel richards and maybe that's like a spoiler so you know Wait. take it as you will but uh is reed richards black no, well, that's like... Or is there uh, an alternate white version of Kong or Kang? I mean, I have to say yes, because every possible version is now like, oh, you know, right. totally viable. There's also like a lizard version of him, too. Yeah, and yeah like, the, listen, a there is... A version where he's just, he's literally a slice of key lime pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> that, every with possible... With one candle, like, yeah. <laughs> blowing on him. I think what's really wild, though, is that somebody pointed out that if you were to play the last episode of Loki and the last episode of WandaVision at the same time, yeah. the moment that the um that Wanda becomes like the Scarlet Witch and like manifests mm-hmm. is the same moment that uh all the time. Uh, no, uh it's the same moment that uh, Mortis says we've like crossed the threshold. I have no idea what's about to happen now. What? Is that because of Wanda? Well, that's what people are assuming because when you play them at the same time they happen at literally like the same moment. Oh, that's um, cool. Wait, the, what, is, what do you mean? So, okay. So when you play, like if you hit play on WandaVision and hit play on Loki. Yeah, you start yes. the last two like final episodes at the same time. And you watch them simultaneously? So watch them simultaneously. There's, okay, and like I don't even know the exact time mark, but basically like 40 minutes in in each episode, um, Wanda becomes a Scarlet Witch and she like manifests and like evolves or whatever. Uh-huh. And then... um. Immortus does his like whole speech or whatever and 40 minutes in he like stops and he kind of like gets his like really dazed confused look and he's like okay we've passed like uh the moment I have no idea what's about to happen from here on out um and they're at the same they like they play at the same time and immediately after he says that uh Wanda does like the whole thing and she beats uh Agatha and then that's when like uh immortus you know gets wrecked by uh sylvie and that whole scene happens yeah and it's just really funny to me that like you know when played together the scarlet witch being born is the moment where like well that's that's funny to you it's like that funny you get to a me. good laugh out of that i mean it's funny to me in the sense that like um that's like really like if it's actually true it's really well made and i don't doubt it because they're like marvel's really trying to push the like multiverse for um various reasons um marvel's really extra with the with the stuff like even with their post-credit stuff so i honestly wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't a coincidence it probably isn't but i will say that with them opening up the multiverse like this um we will be getting like uh the next iron man in the next say like 10 years like once they're done with like the current plans they will definitely be able to like pull somebody in because now it'll just be like oh well he's like the iron man from like this timeline or whatever or like they'll get another captain america and be like okay well he's like the captain america from this earth and basically thanks to like this whole multiverse opening up every marvel movie could be considered canon now even if it's from the mcu or not oh wow so So like like, x-men movies yeah like the x-men movies and they're already like kind of soft like softly bridged it in with deadpool but now there's like an argument that could be made that's like okay well you know, because the multiverse is opening up, what if there's a timeline where like the Avengers never formed and like mutants like, you know, happened. So technically in a loose, very like loose, absurd way, every Marvel movie that's ever been made 
uh, is now canon to the MCU. Well, because the argument you can't deny. Well, it's not you can't the, deny the even argument. the cartoon ones. I yes, think. yeah, because that's in an alternate universe where existence is two dimensional. Uh, well, exactly, and and there's already a multiverse animated film. Which is the Spider Man? Well, all right, into the Spider Verse, which I feel oh like kind of like planted the seeds for oh all of this. Oh yeah. But now <laughs> it's technically like MCU canon. But like, speaking. I like that because it's it's making me even more stoked for the new Spider Man. Which that's so out. you could also make the argument that literally every movie ever is also in the MCU because they're from alternate realities, mm-hmm. alternate uh, universes where the like none of the Marvel IP ever existed and it's yeah. just Tom Hanks stuck at the airport. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Tom, Hanks stuck at the airport. Tom Hanks is my favorite MCU character now. Realistically, <laughs> like... Yeah, I, as absurd as it is, I, I guess the argument could be made. Yeah. yeah. So robots is in the robots, MCU. Back, well, Back to the Future, <laughs> which in Endgame, like when they're trying to do the whole time heist stuff, or they're oh, planning to do it's it, like the end, he, he's um, like, "Are you really? Are you really telling me your plan is based off Back to the Future?" Where like now, probably in another universe, Back to the Future actually did happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh my god Marty, we have to right. go back to stop thanos <laughs> and then you know, just robin williams fender character it just shows up <laughs> oh from my robots god. oh my god but uh yeah i'm i'm very excited about loki i'm very PM, excited i'm late for school and also spider-man's my <laughs> classmate <laughs> Oh my god. 8 p.m.? <laughs> yeah, in this universe, everyone goes to school at night. Yeah, oh right? my god. It's night school. Okay, because I think we're getting at something here where it's like, I feel like having the multiverse makes anything possible, but it also kind of makes everything meaningless. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they kind of cope with that. Oh, I'm very interested to see how they'll play with it. Also, I love how, and this is just like um, an insider joke, uh, Jonathan Major's character, Immortus, says, eh, I'm tired. Um, it's a young man's game. But also is like, eh, I'm tired. I have to go be the villain for Ant-Man 3. I can't be here right now. <laughs> right, right. So, and and also, yeah, so many other you know, potential villains because oh, yeah. he could just be in multiple or so many more multiverses. So yeah, definitely. But yeah. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Also, Loki itself is just a really good show. Right, I feel like we well, kind of focused on the implications of Loki, but like the actual show, I thought was really good too. Very My well biggest executed. criticism was that it's too short; like it's only yeah. six episodes, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Like you can watch it very quickly and know what's going on, yeah. and not be behind. Yeah, but, but also when it ended, I was like, really? I I think I want more. when it comes to a short series, I think eight episodes is what really like is a good. Yeah, I think well, like good. I think that also. Loki's the first show that they're actually like making as a show. Like yeah. WandaVision, you know, it's kind of like that weird mix up between like a show and a and a movie. But well, it's a mini series. Well, right, it's a mini series. But like Falcon and the Winter Soldier could have definitely just been a like long movie. Yeah. Um, and I know like you haven't seen it, but I also think that Black Widow, the movie, would have just been better as a like series. Series. Because it would have like given a lot more character development to yeah. where like it was. And to me, it answers the question like, okay. Well, we have these like Marvel shows. What happens when you just make a movie out of it? And I think they're like actually worse for it. Um, because... They're worse for making a Marvel show into a movie. Right. And well, that's I think, interesting because, like, I mean, to this point, it's just been movies, right? So well, I felt like the shows are the experimental new thing. Well, okay, the not shows the other way are, around. Right. So the shows are the experimental new thing. I just feel like with Black Widow, it would have worked a lot better as a show because it would have given a lot more character development sure. to characters that need it. You could have done more. Fl- the, the fun about having a show is that you can do a lot of flashbacks. Well, you do you like flashbacks. Do you well, could also just like explore more. You have more time than like a movie, so to speak. I also. So, I like how the the MCU like multiverse thing is going to make actors from different works now it could just be their alternate version like the guy from Stranger Things Hopper mm. he's in the Black Widow movie yeah. Yeah. and he this is just an alternate universe where instead of being the police officer in Stranger Towns thing or Stranger Things town he's just, a Russian, like, uh, you know, uh, mafioso and also super soldier. It is also so. him. Although, that's not really how it works, right? Because no. you don't look the same in your multiverse necessarily. Mm-hmm. You could, but you probably look different. You're by, probably an alligator. By that, like, definition, <laughs> the, in the MCU universe, Robert Downey Jr. is still, like, a real person. 
Right. Right. Like all the the famous actors that you know and love who look like your favorite superheroes. It's just a like at one point you know that Tony Stark met Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Because they they're both like famous people, so they definitely were at a. Do you think if Iron Man's real that Robert Downey Jr.'s career gets revived by? The Marvel movies. I think in the MCU, his career gets revived by Tropic Thunder because that was the last film. Well, okay, maybe, but also <laughs> let, let this opens up the other question of: Are there MCU movies in the reality where there are actual Marvel superheroes? I feel like um, it depends on the timing because I feel like the the answer is yes after Iron Man dies. So they would like definitely make a biographical uh, picture about Iron okay, Man that, after his death. Well, okay, but if you guys remember watching The Boys, in yeah. The Boys, it's all about making money. Right. And The Boys is very, uh, tries to be realistic and yeah. kind of do right. what would really happen if you had superheroes. So I feel like they would make movies. Even Disney would probably yeah. make no, them No, listen, they definitely would. I just think that um, they wouldn't do it like... For example, they wouldn't make an Iron Man movie until like until he's, he's dead. Passed. I think so. Really? I, I mean, don't think so. They would definitely make movies after he dies, but I think they'd make him while he's alive too. Sure. Why wouldn't they? I guess. I mean, I guess they're it's like, true oh, too. we he make too has, much like, money. We probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, I guess because like in Iron Man two, I guess they have like the Iron Man. Like, if society you know, is so, as yeah. money hungry as our legit. Right. Yeah, no, Society I guess it's is, then it, I, I mean, maybe I there's a reality it. where they wait until Iron Man dies, but I also think that there's one that's similar to our current reality where they would make it about him while he's alive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, they'd and be greedy enough that they'd want to profit Well, that. in that case, they would definitely get Robert Downey Jr. to play him. Of like, course. He looks literally, this is his doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. He looks exactly like Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm sure when Tony Stark met, Robert Downey Jr. was like, you know, a lot of my friends say we look alike. Yeah, and we act alike. We're <laughs> <laughs> just very, very similar just yeah. overall. Yeah. You're perfect to play me. Definitely. That yeah. would be weird. It, it would actually be really weird that uh, maybe everyone would just think it's normal at that point that every major superhero has an exact doppelganger who just happens to be <laughs> relevant in Hollywood already. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like Chris Evans, yeah. Scarlett Johansson, they've got all these Chris like, Hemsworth, yeah. they all are just like, oh, that looks... And then what's his name? They're like, you sound just like Thanos. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, um, Josh Brolin. Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin, yeah, yeah. Who's also Cable in the yeah, Deadpool he, universe. They even make that joke in Deadpool 2 that uh yeah. he's uh he's like okay like discount Thanos like Yeah, he totally is discount Thanos. And then Vin Diesel is there like you kind of sound like a tree. Hey, listen, <laughs> uh, Mr. Vin Diesel, can you say I am Groot for me real quick? And then and, and but but instead he's just like family is everything. <laughs> and then just, the Fast and Furious squad is just there too. Yeah, they well they're in the MCU now as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess by definition where every timeline like now exists. Well, by definition we're also in the MCU. Very nice. Yes. We made it, guys. Yeah, the after, after chat, chat MCU like, canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've we've squeezed everything we can out of that bit. So I think we're going to wrap this up. So Nick Coos, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Happy birthday. Thank Thank you you so much. Happy birthday. It's all about me. And I say this podcast is over. So bye. Bye. Bye.